Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about starting a business, a extreme cuddler, and going to a wedding alone. Check it out, enjoy, share it with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it one more time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for telling a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. You've been telling people, but I'm going to turn it back on you. Okay? Thank you for doing it. Now I'm going to ask you to keep doing it. And if you haven't yet, if you haven't told a friend, made it your Instagram story, tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. T-A-B. Hashtag tag a bitch. Hashtag get on your fucking ass. Get off your ass and start posting it as your Instagram story. Get on it right now. Stop. You're listening to this right now. Because whenever you do it, you know, anytime someone tags you know, puts up a picture of them listening. I literally have a moment where I see it. And then have you ever seen when someone has an orgasm, they like the whole body shakes. That's what I do every time they make it their Instagram story. It's like your first time coming. First time every time. I just, I go. (sighs) And then some Jewish woman across the street goes, I'll have what he's having. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. That's the sound I make every time you make it your Instagram story. Yeah, this is me. That's me. Is that is that me coming or is that me seeing that you made it your Instagram story? I see Jared scrolling through some stories. Yeah, I'm oh, looking right now. Look at someone. T- That's how it works, people. You guys tell your friends. We keep going up the charts. I just want you to keep pushing it out. Uh, I'm very excited. Today's guest, an OKP. He's back. Original key player. A a fop. Friend of Pod. And we're a friend of his. And and I like these people that come on from differing backgrounds. An entrepreneur. What else would you call yourself? A Ray Contour? What is it? What is a Ray Contour? What is that? I don't know. I like that word. I know it was Jack White's band. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but the, it the probably had an original meaning. Well, we could we have Google still, don't uh, we? Um Kyle Bergman, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. He is the owner and creator of the great fantastic, the Swovey. Great guest alert. There he is. Swoverall <laughs> Nation. Explain and explain to the listeners what you company that you've created. Yes, the great because you've fin- been here before, but I want to update. We have a whole new slew of listeners. Yes, yes, and, and for those that have heard my nasally Jewish voice mm-hmm. before, thanks for listening again. Yep, happy to be back, Jared. Thank you for having me, Shelby. Great to thank have you. you. Thank the, you. The Great Fantastic is a brand. Mm-hmm. 
my hero product, also known as my only product right now. The hero, is that what they call? See, I like having you on because we learn about like, you know, the entrepreneurial world. You yeah. have started a company and you, the hero product is your, it's the thing that's making your name. The hero product in the apparel world is a fancy name for the only thing that's selling. Got you. <laughs> and in this case, Everything it's else also is a tester. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's also the only thing that I make right now. Uh, it's a unique product. Swoveralls. Yep. Sweatpant overalls. Sweatpant overalls. Now, if you're sitting there listening to this podcast and you think you've been comfy before, you don't know comfy. You mm. don't know comfy. Until you've put on the swovies. Exactly. Sweatpant overalls. What got you to sweatpant overalls? So for reasons I can't really explain, we'd have to have a longer conversation. I've always had an affinity for overalls. Mm. I've always liked onesies. Yep. There's pictures of me. My mom has pictures of me. I'm two years old. I'm running on the beach. I'm wearing overalls. Yep. So maybe it's some sort of nature versus nurture, maybe Oedipus complex yep. thing there. I'm trying it all to satisfy sense. my mom. And about two years ago, a friend of mine sent me an article about sweatpants overalls for women. Mm. They were a novelty pair. Looked like jean overalls made from a sweatpants material. Got you. So, the, you know, for the ladies out there, the stretchy jeans is a thing. Exactly. We don't even know about it. There's, there's legging jeans. Right. And we're supposed, nobody will know. You, you saw this and you're like, I know. I, I saw this. It, it was a female friend that sent it to me. Yeah. She said, I think you'll get a kick out of this. I immediately went online, Googled sweatpant overalls. Mm -hmm. Nothing came up. Nothing was available for men or women to buy. Okay. So jumping a couple steps, I, I made a pair just for myself mm -hmm. with a supplier in China, found them through the internet, and solved the problem. Initially, it was just a personal problem. Yeah. I just needed a pair. I got them. They were so friggin' comfortable. Friends and family wanted them. So that was really at the point when I was like, maybe there's a business opportunity here. Sure. And fast forward about 18 months now, and I'm sitting here with you. Pushing Swovies. Pushing Swovies. We can't, we can't keep them in stock and, and some colors. And, and listen, they got them in all the colors. I'm a fan of the company. Uh, Kyle's been on here before. He gives a deal for just our listeners. I want to give that out right now. You can go to go to at Swoveralls underscore on Instagram. That's at Swoveralls underscore on Instagram. We'll post it on the for the episode today on my Instagram if you don't if you don't find it. And you can use JTrain15 for 15% 15 off. Correct. And this time of year, I know it's Valentine's Day now, but maybe like a little bit of a late Valentine's Day gift. Or maybe a something for your dad or your mom or your friends. If you guys are doing like a group uh, drinking day, this is a fun thing for all of you guys to wear for your day. Uh, they come in highlight. He's wearing highlighter today. Love the new colors. I just got a pair of the green slate. Slate green. Slate green. I've got the blues. They come in lighter, lightweight. Right now, we're sold out of the lightweight. Right okay. now, they're, they're coming in. Uh, it, it's like a, it's an organic terry cotton. This is your Sunday apparel from now on. You have famous people who love them. Yes. Maddie Pope, who's a, Maddie a fan. Pope, yeah. uh, the winner of American Idol, who's a fan of this podcast. Uh, she's a huge fan of you and the Swovey Nation. 
Huge, huge. And, you know, we, we should talk about Maddie, and I hope she's listening because it was through you yeah. that Maddie found me. Maddie, the sweetest girl. If you don't know Maddie Pope. Have I told that story, Shelby? It might have been touched upon, but for new people. For new people, Maddie Pope, I met her at, uh, at Stand Up New York like years ago after the show. Her and her mom came out to me said some nice things. I was like, here's my podcast. Never thought of it again. She started, I guess she started listening. Then I get a message over DM. Hey, I'm going on American Idol. Uh, if you wouldn't mind like helping me put out my name when I'm on the show. So I, you know, did whatever I could as small as that is. And she ends up winning American Idol. And then since then, her and I have met. She's a fantastic singer, performer. Um, you should all get involved with Maddie. And then um, just through the podcast, she listens. She heard the episode with you and got... She ended up buying a pair, right? Exactly. She and at that point she was I She I, won American yeah, Idol yeah, people. Yeah. So she I, I think at this point she either had, had just won or she was a person. Like yeah. she she was the front runner or one of the finalists. She bought a pair on Amazon and reached out to me through DM on Instagram mm. and said, Hey, I think I got the wrong size. Can you help me exchange them? I see that she's verified. I'm like, who the hell is this? Yeah. Now, holy shit, Maddie Poe, she has 400,000 followers? Who is this? Yeah. And she goes, oh, I love I love." She J-Train. might have some quote-unquote influence. Yes, yes. And she has been an unbelievable supporter of Swoveralls, as have you. Listen, man, whatever we can do, this is what it's all about. I, I mean, so you started a company. You used to work at Bloomingdale's and Bloomingdale's, Birchbox. Birch yeah. And so you have a, you have a background in consumer products correct so correct what is your biggest advice if there's someone out there because i think of the audience that listens here they are smart driven want to have fun also want to you know be successful i'm sure a lot of them have ideas that would be pitched on a tv show i i could not agree more and what would your biggest like after now 18 months and on your own what's your biggest piece of advice to them Man, my biggest piece of advice is probably don't do it. Don't no, do it. No, 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 no I'm God. kidding. No, it's been, it's been amazing. Well, there's I, a funny thing. There's, <laughs> to go back to don't do it, um, there's like, I'm not sure if this was Seinfeld, but I've heard the story third hand or whatever that, you know, there's a comic out there who's like very famous. I'm not sure who it is. I don't want to say who it is because I don't know. Uh, but their whole thing is like, if someone asks them for advice, they tell them to quit. Yeah. Because they're like, if, I, if, you, if it takes me telling you to quit for you to quit, then you don't want to do it anyways. So there is something to that. Right, right, yeah. So what would you, do you have other, second piece of advice? Yeah. First quit. So the, I think a large part of the success that I've had with this product is that I was creating something that didn't really exist. Mm. And so I, I was filling a, a white space. A lot of people are coming out with uh, new, like, keto supplements. or They the want to co- do better mousetrap. Exactly, exactly. Mm. And so... Uh, part of the reason, again, initially I was just solving a personal problem, had my sample. <laughs> yeah, personal problem. Yeah, I, I couldn't find sweatpants overalls. And I, yeah. and I just needed them. And there is, and this could actually go across a bunch of different ideas that people might have. Google has a really cool tool called their Keyword Search Planner. Okay. You can go on there and see how often during a given time frame people are Googling uh, a phrase, a keyword. Interesting. See, we can go on right now and see how often people on a monthly basis are searching for Jared Fried or J Train. That is, I never knew that. Yeah. So in March of 2017, around that time, I used this tool and saw that around 300 people a month were looking for sweatpants overalls. 
in vain, just like me. And that was really the only market research that I did to start the company. So you knew at the very least there's 300 people a month. And it's probably not the same 300 people every month that are searching sweatpants overalls that are looking for this thing. Right. right. So there's a need. Exactly. So that's a great piece of advice right here. A free one on the free. J Train podcast. And, and, and you know what? I'll say also, anyone who wants to reach me, I mean, I, it's just me. I'm the chief Sorval officer. Mm-hmm. I'm, awful, I'm also the intern. I'm, I'm the head of marketing. I'm You're the head sing, of HR. You're dancing, and dusting. Exactly. So if you, if anyone has a question, slide into Swoveralls underscore DMs or Kyle at thegreatfantastic.co. Email me. I'll get back to you. Now, on that subject, you have been, you, you kind of blind emailed a very famous person. I did. I did. And, and kind of speak to that. Yeah. So another person that will respond. But I, I mean, this is a good piece of advice where you're like, you know, as stupid as it may sound to email someone who has no idea who you are or what it is, but connecting is connecting and you never know what these things will produce. So like I put on my, you know, to-do list, email, you know, you know, the, the CEO of comedy that feels ridiculous, but you know, why not? Why not? So what did you do? So I emailed Mark Cuban. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just going to come out and say it. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give you the, the punchline. Well, yeah. So you emailed Mark Cuban yeah. and he gets back to you. Gets back to me almost and, immediately within, within like three or four hours response. And I had heard that he does respond to this like dedicated email line that he has. Yeah, he does. You can find it. It's out there. You're not the only one. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I feel I, it's mcuban at gmail.com. I'll say it. And the reason I'll say it is because Mark was speaking at uh, an event Yes. And set it to the crowd. Set it to 500 strangers. And you go to a lot of these types of events. Like, I know you. You go to these events where they're entrepreneurial events. They're not just for, you know, sweatpant people. No, no, it's yeah. for everything. Yeah. And so he says it. And what's, what's the biggest thing you've gotten from him? Like, uh, what's the, you know, you just gave out the advice. Look at this keyword search. And you can see how many people search for this. What would you say is the advice from him? So, I mean, Mark is a, is a really, really, really smart guy. And he, like, to quote him, he has a very high bullshit meter. Okay. You can smell it from a mile away. That's why kind of on, on Shark Tank, he, he does do that a lot. Yeah. Where you'll say, man, he really hates these people. Yeah. Like, I watch the show regularly. I cry every episode. They, <laughs> they do. You see him kind of, you know, there'll be people that he just doesn't like. And it will be for, and, and then some products, like, bother him. Yeah. So, yeah. so what did it happen? So I, I, uh, Mark spoke recently, uh, at NYU and I, I'm finishing up my MBA there. And so I was able to attend the event and, you know, prior to this speaking event that Mark had, I actually did have the opportunity to present my brand to Mark a few months back at a studio in LA. Yeah. Something happened. Something okay. happened. Can't really talk about it. But I, during the q and I had the opportunity to say, hey, Mark, um, it's me again. He didn't recognize me. Yeah. He, he didn't remember. He meets a billion yeah. people. Who, yeah, yeah. And that's something I think like, you know, last episode we had uh, a lot of younger emails. And, you know, one of the emails was the girls going, the, some guy got drunk and then her friends were like, we'll never speak to him again. He showed his true colors. And it's like, that's a very young person's way to think. Yeah. It's also in the same vein of, well, you don't remember me? 
Right. What a waste of time that is. Yeah. Someone messes up your name. If you're there presenting, you're there in front of the fucking horse that speaks. Speak to it. Exactly. Exactly. Kyle Berghu? Yeah, I'm Kyle Berghu. I have to say, that's not the thing we're trying to get across. My name will come later. Yeah. You it, know, oh, you don't remember me? Five minutes, five minutes into you don't remember me, they're going, get the fuck out of my face. Exactly. Exactly. That, but it, it is a small lesson that people younger don't realize. I remember I'd go to open mics and you get five minutes for $5. And I remember I would pay the $5 and I would go up for five minutes. And there were so many people that they would introduce, they go, uh, and our next comic is, uh, like, they would introduce me, and they go, and the next time is Gerard F- Floyd, and I would go up, and I would go, hi, I'm Gerard Floyd, and I would just do the act. A lot of people would go, well, they'd spend the first minute of their act, and this is how life works. You know, this is a lifestyle podcast. It, it, it's, yeah. This is an advice life, life advice podcast. This is where we talk these things out. If I went up and went, well, it's Jared Freed, they would have gone, Four minutes left. It wouldn't have been, oh, well, let's redo it now. Yeah. That's just oh, the way life oh, goes. yeah. You're not Gerard. You're, it, it, that is such a great point. Renouncing the ego. No one gives a fuck about you. Nobody. The sooner you understand that, the, the much more. It's free. Yeah, it is. So Mark looks at you and goes, I don't know you. You go, Mark, you, well, I even well, do that to people when I meet them. I go, you probably don't remember me. Well, here, Good here, to see you. Jared Free. Let me get to the thing I want to get exactly, to. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So what I said was. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but I had the opportunity to pitch my brand to you a few months ago. And, you know, Mark is very consistent and authentic because what he said to me a few months ago was the exact same thing he said when he first saw me. He said, nice overalls because I was wearing some overalls. Yeah. And I said, thank you. That's what you said when I saw you last. This time I was prepared. Mm. Mark went to Indiana University. There you go. Loved wearing overalls in college. Used mm. to hide his booze in one pocket, his mixers in the other. So this time, I brought a pair of Indiana Hoosier embroidered swoveralls. And, and so my question to Mark was, Boom. will you accept these swoveralls yeah. with your college logo on it? And he said, sure. So I went up, I gave them to him in front of a crowd of like 500 people. I got some applause. Gave him my investor deck too. Then I sent him the email. I said, Mark, thanks so much for the opportunity. I would love to partner with you. Yeah. He responded and said, I'll think about it once I try them on. But bottom line is, you don't need an investor. It's a simple e-commerce play. Mark, that was it. Love it. But that's well, a, the, you know, no bullshit. The, no bullshit. But this is the thing. You, you know, I, and I relate a lot of things to comedy because that's kind of my entrepreneurial endeavor mm-hmm. is that you wish you had more people like that than not. You wish you had more people than the one that goes, because the honest people get fucked. We see this on this podcast all the time. The one that goes and going, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I just want to date and I want to see you have fun with you and see. And then the person who's like seeing someone else at the time sits there and goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And just yaz you along. And now you've wasted six months. Yep. Him saying to you, this is how I see it. Boom. I'm not trying to be mean to you. I'm just trying to tell you the way I, I'm not going to fucking waste your time. I don't want you emailing me. 30 times down the road going have you thought about it have you thought about it have you he already gave his answer right and it's and and, and dating and life there was so i used to work with a manager when i first started and he would go i would you know i'd spend he would go i go i have this idea for whatever let me he goes we'll make a one sheet up and that's like where you write up the one sheet of the idea of the tv show and then Mm -hmm. i would send it i go 
All right, and he goes, I'm going to send it to here. I'm going to send it to there. I'm going to send it to that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I go, and then I would, every week, I'd have an email being, have you sent it? Have you, was there feedback? Like maybe they said, just give me a no. And then when I started working with the right people that were like, the bad idea, that's not going to work. I don't want to get behind that. I don't want to get, that's an idea. Then that becomes more important. The, mm-hmm. That's an idea. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. No, it is. It is. And uh, you know, I, I think in, in your industry, as well as, I mean, you find it a lot with like venture capital and more sophisticated investors. They're, they're almost like hedging the mm. risk a little bit. They say, you know what? I, I'm not sure. Let's, let's stay in touch. And they'll kind of they'll, they'll string you along, even if they don't really think there's anything there. Mark, a, a non-traditional investor for sure, is refreshing in yeah. the sense that he's no bullshit. That, and it, it, you find less of that. What you find out is that there's less like that than, than not. Yes. And, you know, like, you know, when people start doing stand-up comedy, a lot of people are like end up doing these things called bringers. And it's bring 10, instead of open mic where it's give $5, get five minutes, now it's bring 10 people, get five minutes. Mm. And their idea is, well, if you do well enough on the bringer, they'll have you at the club. But they, what they don't realize is that to get from bringer to club, that's never a straight line scenario. It's very few times that someone is that good at the bringer that goes, well, they must, they're the new Chappelle. Mm-hmm. That never happens. Yeah. They just want their money of the 10 people. Exactly. So it's yeah. like you have to look where they're, you know, where people's, you know, goals align and what they, you know, and be willing to let go of some people that keep brushing you along in dating and entrepreneurship. It's the same thing. Absolutely. And, and there's also, would, would you say when you used to do those $5 for five minutes, there's some value and you putting your own skin in the game to prove to yourself how invested you Listen, are. There's free open mics and then there's ones that you had to pay for. My thing was when I first started was I can only control what I can control. Mm-hmm. I can control going on stage this many times a night, this many times a week. Do I have a new minute every week? Do I have a new minute? At, you know, does if I have a new minute every week, this was something I heard Bill Burr say on a podcast. He said, I have a new minute a week. You have 52 in a year. There's a special. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like, well, my... 52 I get in a year won't be good enough to be a special, but maybe you'll be a good 10 minutes in the first year. And then the next year I'll get, you know, I'll get better at it and I'll have a good 30 minutes from then. Now I got 40, mm-hmm. you know, that was still kind of the way I thought it. At least it became math where so much of this can be emotional. Yeah. The person that says, well, my name is Jared free, not Javrod Floyd is emotional. And the, you probably have a lot of moments where you have to separate that starting a company and you have this big day with Mark Cuban, and you're like, here it is. I'm a billionaire soon. And then the next day, there's no Cuban. You're just looking at a Cuban sandwich. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. And that's, that's comedy, too. That's anything that you'd go and try to do on your own. So I'm happy to have you. Kyle Bergman's great on this show. We're going to do some emails at Swoveralls underscore. Swoveralls. The crowd is pumped up. Yes. We did our Tony Robbins. At Swoveralls underscore, use JTrain15 to get 15% off. I like this first question because it plays into the whole idea of, of introducing yourself, meeting people. Wedding advice urgent. Dear genie of genital play. Longtime fan. Can't wait for you to make it back to Denver. I write requesting your advice regarding an upcoming wedding that I'll be attending. I've been dating a current girlfriend for one and a half years. Mm-hmm. Deep into it. You have a girlfriend? I do. How long? 
about two, about two years. This weekend, she'll be the maid of honor in her longtime best friend's wedding. Besides the bride, the groom, and my girlfriend's mother, I will know no one at this wedding. I know the other girls in the wedding party all have boyfriends, but they're all friends from college. I'm a pretty social guy, but my girlfriend has a tendency to abandon me uh, while I'm around her and her friends. How do I navigate being stuck in the social version uh, BFE? What does that stand for? I don't know. Big, big fucking ear. In this social know. version BFE while ensuring... I'm going to have a thousand people DM me if we don't have this... If we don't answer this Just, question. Wait, wait, repeat the line again. What Big is fucking energy. What? It says bumfuck Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read it again with that translation. How do I navigate being stuck in the social version of bumfuck Egypt? Yeah, I don't think that's it. B- big fucking energy? <laughs> Best friends evening while ensuring she's able to attend her duties as maid of honor. M-O-H. Boyfriend... Being stuck in this social version, BFE. I think it's like you know they say bum fuck maybe. I'm all the well very. I don't want her. I don't have to baby. I don't want to have to babysit her to have to babysit throughout the day. But I also don't want to be left sitting at a table alone staring at the wall. Your advice is much appreciated. What do you think? So I, I was uh, kind of in a similar situation recently. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend's sister was getting married. Mm. Uh, my girlfriend was a maid of honor. Mm-hmm. And I knew the parents, uh, the, the sister had all of her friends there. Like I, I, and I, not only that, but it was like a, it was a traditional Catholic wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm not only the guy that doesn't know anyone, I'm the only Jew. Yeah. And you don't know the process. They're yeah, going, yeah. They're going eating Christ's foot, foot or some shit. Yeah, everyone goes up. Everyone gets in line. You don't know what wafer. to do. I'm sitting there in the pew. How do you kneel? How do yeah. you not kneel? I get it, man. And also, you, I, would, I would say that you were in a worse situation than this guy because it was your girlfriend's sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. So the parents you can't even lean on. You nah. can't even go drink with the dad and be like, he's got shit to do. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. what did you do? So... I mean, I, w- whether we're, we're at a wedding or wherever we are, we're always, we're always wearing a hat. We're always some sort of character of ourselves. Sure. And so I think here, what this guy should do, and what I did, is I got a nice beer buzz, and I just became the guy that was friendly with everyone. Yeah. No one really knew kind of who he was, dancing with the old grandma. Sure. Almost like a Vince Vaughn wedding crasher type thing, but not that obnoxious. Yeah, you are absolutely right. I think this is a great time to learn a lesson. I think this is a good time to practice introducing yourself to people. Like, you can use this to your own advantage. You got, first of all, you got the bride, the groom, girlfriend's mother, so your girlfriend's mother is actually your way out of this awkward situation mm-hmm. because she's on her own too. You, there's, you say there's no dad, so I'm sure maybe they're divorced or whatever. She's looking to hang with someone too. She's at a wedding that's off the reservation for her. I'm sure she knows other people there, but at some point when you're alone, you see her, hey, let's go dance, go dance with her. When you see anyone else, I think you go, it, at a wedding... There's nothing abnormal of saying, hey, I'm Jared Freight. Nice to meet you. How'd you end up here? People get so hard when, they, when, when you do that. You when you around. do that, you run it. Because you know what you're doing? You're not making it about yourself. This guy right now is like, how am, how am I going to be taken care of at the wedding to a degree? If mm-hmm. you go and you just celebrate the love, yeah. 
Just go and have fun. Hi, I'm Jared Freed. What brings you here? What side of the wedding are you on? Yeah. That's a good opening. If you have to, because I, I lean, it's, it's easier to lean on a script, especially like, like the stand-up in me. Mm-hmm. What's my opening line when I say it so I can get into my act? So if you go up to someone and go, hi, I'm Ger- Gerard Floyd. <laughs> I, I, um, Jay Floyd. Jay Floyd. Um, what side of the wedding are you with? Yeah. And then they, that's an easy question that you could ask to everyone. And they go, oh, I'm with the bride or whatever. And one of those meetings is going to get you in someone in a similar awkward position as you. And that's who you're looking for. This is a needle in a haystack situation. You want to find someone who's on the level with you of you're in, oh, you got to be here too. So you're not looking like if someone goes, grew up with her since high school. Oh, Okay. No, not that person. Uh, you want to find the guy who's like, yeah, my girlfriend is her cousin. Um, she doesn't really know her that well, so we, you know, we kind of had to come. You know who That's it is? That's your guy. It, the guy. The the guy you're looking for is the uncle who married into the family. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah you yeah, want yeah. someone adjacent to the party yeah. in a way that you are too. Yeah. Because at that point, when someone goes, what what's going to happen is, hey, I'm Jay Floyd. Uh, what side of the wedding with? And one of these people you introduce yourself to, and it will happen quicker than they think because everyone feels awkward at a wedding. Everyone feels like they shouldn't be there except for the immediate family. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, am I even close enough with this person? I don't want to be seeing the picture because 10 years from now it's going to be kind of weird. So everyone's in that situation. You will quickly find one guy that goes, yeah, my wife works with her. And you're going to go, Oh, my girlfriend's in the wedding party. And then you're going to look at each other like it's a 90s frat sitcom. And you're going to go, party? Exactly. Let's party. You're awkward. I'm awkward. Want to take shots? And now you got your boy. Now you got your friend. Now you got your home base where you both can say, talk shit about people. You don't know anybody. And when your girlfriend comes to you, you go, hey, this is, this is, you know, this is Rob. And uh, yeah, he's, his girlfriend works with, you know, the, the, the groom's brother. And the, he doesn't know why he's here yep. either. Yep. And now you have your fun. But that only starts with you being affable, introducing yourself, playing off the mom, being her kind of wingman for that night. That's all what it's about. Totally agree. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. This is another This is another sponsor that I like because in the same vein as Kyle Bergman. I know those guys. You know them. Mapalim, yeah. You know Mapalim. I know the founder. Holy hell. Yeah. Oh my god. Their stuff is fuck it's fantastic. I use their all purpose oil on my beard and face. Love this. A is- perfect sponsor match with the perfect guest. They're an Israeli company. Israel, yeah. Mapalim means river in Hebrew. I should so know that. Kyle goes the way we met <laughs> is that my brother and Kyle played lacrosse for the Israeli national team together. Yes. And so they spend time in Israel. They know the, what goes on there. You know that the essential oils and, and minerals that they, th- this is like one of their chief exports. This is literally the same shit that Jesus was using. Jesus, people. <laughs> you, look how beautiful Jesus is. It's like you're living in the Mediterranean. Exactly. And you use the beard oil. I use the beard oil. I use the face wash. I use the shampoo and conditioner. So I, uh, 
Mapaline. Mapaline. Back when I was the uh, men's grooming buyer at Birchbox, I got dozens of samples and pitches. I found people. Ma- this is this is as good a personal endorsement that could ever happen. Kyle was choosing the products that go into Birchbox, so you get sent a million of this shit. A million of this shit. And Mapaline comes across your radar, and you're like, wow. I love it. I love it. We actually, in my time there. We never ended up doing a deal with them, but that was just because it wasn't working out from a timing standpoint. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah, it happens. But Look at Cuban and you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Love the product. I, I can't speak more highly about it. And I, I barely know this guy. Don't, like, don't even know him. This is not... Well, I met their two representatives that came from Israel and like they came to the Comedy Slayer. They came to the show. And it's just like people from that area of the world are just put together. It's, you know, they... They walk with a. They walk a little bit taller. They got. They they smell a little bit different. They yeah. they they their hair just looks touchable. The their skin looks fresh, and it's because they're amongst some of the best ingredients in the world. They're they're living in amongst the great minerals of the world, and Mapalim is about natural ingredients. They're based and inspired by the Mediterranean. They handcraft their products. And, and here's the other thing. The packaging is an upscale packaging. It, it, the packaging, the branding is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, their website, they're, they're crushing it. It's beautiful. And, and, and when someone comes into your bathroom and sees Mapoline products, they go, oh, this is someone who takes the extra step. This is someone who t- cares a little bit more. If you're a guy listening, listen. If you're if you're if the name of your soap is like, you know, orange cru- crushing pussy, like that's awful. <laughs> you got an axe body spray that makes yeah. you want to cough. No, this is great products, upscale look that looks good on the shelf. And listen, we're gonna give you some free money. Get your grooming essentials and the beard, the beard rub. Oil. So it, it, it's an all-purpose oil. It can yeah, be, it goes everywhere. It goes everywhere. So I, I use it for my beard as well as just like, it, I mean, right now it's it's it, we're in New York City. It's fucking miserable out. We got but Jared and I. I'm looking at him. We we both got dry skin on our nose. Yeah, we can put it on your nose. Yeah, we need the all-purpose oil. I'll I'll bring it out. It comes in a little serum thing. Exactly. It's great. Oh, you have it. Beautiful. Mapalim.com. That's M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com. Use the promo code JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN for 10% off. So mapalim.com, M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com. Promo code JTRAIN for 10% off. Level up your grooming game. This is You want to be an adult? You think you're an adult? Use it. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. Let's do... I love this one. Girl rejected me and now interested again. Ooh. What's up, man? Congrats on the Super Bowl. Pat's still blow. But that's because I'm an Eagles fan. Anyways, I got a quick question I need your advice on. During the summer, I went on two dates with a really attractive girl. Both dates were super fun. We really got along. Uh, we really got along. Second date ended a makeout. Went to a really fun restaurant. I tried to plan a third, but she seemed pretty resistant. I'll be honest. I texted her a lot and came on her on super strong because I liked her a lot. Stupid, I know. No, I don't think this happens. Yeah, yeah, it happens. This happens both sides. It happens. And I think when it happens from a guy 
we feel not mannish. And that's why we're like, oh, look at I came on. It was too much. Mm-hmm. It's only too much when they don't want you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> then it's, yeah. oh, my God, I love that this guy keeps texting. <laughs> then she admitted that she was seeing someone else, so we should stop talking. It sucked because I really liked her, but figured I'd just move to a new city, so no big deal. Fast forward now to February. I've run into her a few times with a couple of friends, and it's always been pretty chill. We've seen each other, said, hey, no issues. I've been seeing other people going on dates, started a new job, so I've been pretty busy. We recently started texting again, and I mentioned catching up sometime, and she wanted to get dr- grab drinks last week. I had to cancel because of a work event. She persisted on making plans for this Wednesday, two days from now. Well, he sent this. this is, we're taping this ahead of time, so hopefully he's helped. My question is, what is the play here? Could she be interested again? Why do you think she reached out? I don't want to be strung along again, so I'm very cautious and skeptical. Would love to hear you and your esteemed guests on what you think I should do. What do we think? Uh, you know, it, my thoughts about this are you got to go for it. Look, don't, don't yeah. again, don't take yourself too seriously. The days of courtship are over, but really, you go back a number of years. I don't know how many years you have to go back, but a guy would be so smitten and mm. pumped to have the opportunity to get back with this girl again. So don't think about yeah. the fact that she was stringing you along. Seize the day. Yeah, and also this is like one of those male-female things. Mm-hmm. If this was a man, if this was a woman writing in, the female version of this email is we hooked up, we ended up fucking, and then he kind of got weird and ghosted, and now he's back liking my Instagram picture. <laughs> You know, this is like the male version of this. I don't think the female, if you're a woman listening to this, I don't think it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. I think when a man comes back into your life in this way, it's, it's more that like, well, that's someone who liked me. When a woman comes back in this way, it feels more real. It feels like it could actually happen because I do understand why she went on the two dates with you and went, listen, I'm seeing someone else. Like I'm, I'm gonna give that a shot because she's like saying, "Listen, I, I I'm not, I, I'm looking to like be with a guy. I want to have a, something real." I agree. I've I, been in the situation where I, I remember I was trying to date someone and I was like, it just never was working out. I felt like it was weird. I was like, I, I'm pushing too hard, just like he's saying. <clears throat> and then I was like, Hey, just getting a vibe here. I'm gonna back off. Um, just feels like we're not like progressing in the way that things normally progress. And she was like, well, I haven't been totally honest. I'm, I'm actually like still hung up on this other guy. And I'm like, oh, good to know. All right, goodbye. And then I went on my way, and that's totally fine. Once you approached it, then she gave you the Mark Cuban response that you needed and were looking for. Yes, to go back to Mark Cuban, this is exactly the case. And, and I think this girl, to a degree, might be doing the same thing here. Or this guy has the opportunity to flip on the bullshit meter and he'll know within the first date or the second date if she's I would even talk about it. I would even I would go on the date, I'd be like, hey, like I had a great time the two dates we went on. I'd let you know, let's go on let's but you have to start from the beginning. It has to be, hey, let's do a first date, let's do drinks. See how it is, see how the vibe is. And then you say to her, oh, yeah, I was kind of broken up about it the first time. Did you guys break up? Is that over? And then you do it in person. This uh, you you're never there's no shame in going on a date that doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. But I would say to him, her coming back to him isn't like, I don't, you can only get that answer on the date. So you go on the first date and you say, hey, did that not, did you, uh, is that over? Like, did it, 
and she's going to say one of two things. Uh, no, I'm not going to talk about it. You know, we still talk. So, and you're like, okay, she's in a fight with him, and that's why I'm here. Or it's, yeah, that it was someone from high school that I never really, you know, a lot of women get caught up, and we see it from this podcast, just from the emails we get. It's a lot of, like, guys trying to be nice and keeping them around so that if other things don't work out, they still have access to that person. And so you can be dating a lot of girls out there who are still hung up on someone else because they have this other thing that the guy's just still keeping around and there's still hope. And you involve a whole new restart of the video game. And, you know, for women, and I said this on a live view up, and the room, I think I've repeated it here, the room went silent. DC, do you remember? Mm-hmm. I said, you know, we have to remember that women, a lot of them, just from this podcast, just I'm just going, I'm not trying to say all, but I'm saying I have a big sample size here in front of us. We, how many episodes have we done? Over 300. So the emails that we get, it feels like a lot of women see dating as a job and relationship as the vacation. Yeah, I remember. And a lot of men see dating as the vacation and relationships as the job. I love that. And so you have to, we have to remember those things when we look at these situations. Her, she doesn't want to go with you because she's got this old thing going on. She still has hope for it. She's close to getting that vacation. Why would she go back to the job with you? And, you know, and if you're saying, well, that's stupid, that's why you never hear a woman go, you always hear old men go, got to check in with the boss. <laughs> old ball and chain. Old ball and chain. I've never heard a woman say that in my entire life. That would be funny if they did. <laughs> yeah, if a woman was like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I can go out for girls' night. Got to check in with the I, boss. You I, never hear that. I also, I think, and this is, I'm also going to acknowledge that I'm never in conversations where ha- where half of the gender is, is talking about this but like when when guys are like oh i miss you know i miss being single i miss being on the circuit sure but i feel like women that that's that can be more of a stressful time perhaps i'm speculating but it's like i, I what's a stressful time when they're when they're on the circuit when they're dating when they're yeah, hunting. It's stressful you're trying to you're you're trying to keep up with the friend group where people have already gotten relationships you don't want to be left behind by them yeah. you're also looking with the stigma of your family do you have a boyfriend do you have a boyfriend do you, women are asked that an unfair amount yeah where oh they don't get asked how's work they go well have you talked to a guy that's not fair but that's the the social reality um, I do understand that. I understand why it sucks for them. You have, you're getting sent dip pics by guys you just met on a fucking dating app four minutes ago. It's Tuesday. You haven't even had coffee yet. You're looking at a fucking ugly penis. It's crazy. You know, I wh- can't imagine. Wh- one thing I want to get your thoughts on. I don't want to see a vagina to, at 9 a.m. <laughs> one minor detail in that guy's email, he, and I thought it was a, huge, a great play by him, whether it was just a scheduling conflict or whatnot, but he couldn't meet up initially when she wanted to. Kind of left her hanging. Love he that. elevated himself. Yeah, that exactly. I got things going on. Yeah, I listen. I'd love to get together with you, but like, you're not. I'm not like fiending for this. Exactly. It, it yeah, kind that of, was huge. That was huge because it kind of relieved him of the over texting that he may have done in the past. Exactly. And you're always over texting when the person doesn't want to text with you. <laughs> now, she, oh wow, she got better at texting the last six months. No, you just became a better option. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Speaking of great options, mm-hmm. I love this sponsor. Are you crazy?
craving, a partner. Yes. The kind who answers at your beck and call. Yeah. The one you can call to bring you sushi at 11.30, red wine at midnight, and a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m.? Mm-hmm. You can stop swiping. Postmates is here. And they're saying, hey, girl. Postmates is your personal delivery Sherpa. They'll bring you groceries, bottles of water, or really anything, anytime you want. One time, Kylie Jenner ordered a single carrot, and they were happy to bring it. Good for her. Good for Kylie. (laughs) She sounds down to earth. With Postmates, there are no more trips to the store. You don't have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. you. Listen, the app is at the front page of my phone. I love browsing local restaurants. It's been huge for me. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving my listeners, and get ready, brace yourself right now, $100 of free delivery credit for the first seven days. That is free money, people. Whoa. $100 of delivery credit for seven days. (laughs) That is crazy. That's how popular this podcast is. They said, J-Train, we got to give you more. Papa JT, Prince of Promos. To start your free deliveries, download the app right now. Use code J-Train. That's J-Train. That's J-Train. That's J-Train for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need. Anytime you need it, download Postmates and save with code JTRAIN. I like that they have fun pictures on the app. Fun like it's pics. it's all laid out. Sometimes you're like, well, what? This place could be garbage. No, no, no. It's beautiful. It's perfect. Postmates, get what you want out of life. I, I, I just love what Postmates is doing. They're saying, JTRAIN, we love your listeners. They even made that promo just for us, the swiping and the hey girl. It's so thoughtful of them. It's thoughtful. It makes me feel important. I love it. Kyle Bergman, the chief Swovey officer here at Swoveralls underscore. We're going to get you a deal on those. Go follow. Go support. Need help with an aggressive cuddler. Third time email or long time listener. I just subscribed to your Patreon, so I've been working through the backlog of Coffee with J-Trans. They are great and definitely recommended to any listener. So I, hit up that Patreon. Hit up that Patreon. Let me just tell you guys, I'm loving Patreon right now. I'm having so much fun. Coffee with J Train. If you see me put it up in my stories, I don't push it too hard. I want you know, it's kind of my little baby right now. You know, this is like I have a lot of little babies out there. I do you know do the podcast, we do stand up, uh, do the Bachelor live tweets, do the do the uh, you know. Dudes watching rom-coms. I got a lot of, you know, irons in the fire. But it's all on the pro- on the prospects of funny for money. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the big train up front, but you still got the quiet car. Yep, I got all. The food car. Shelby really knows how to illustrate these things. You're right. I'm driving the train, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of different cars for you to choose from. Oh, yeah. This is what I would call the first class cabin. The Patreon. Ah, Patreon is the first class cabin. You're going to pay a little bit more, but oh, am I going to treat you well. Boy, was this when I see some of the other passengers getting on. Glad I chose this great one. Absolutely. <laughs> when they pass by you yeah. on the way to the horse troughs see and you coach. Later. Peace. I'm listening to... Co- so we're doing blog posts for every episode of the podcast that comes out, including you up. 
Uh, we're doing the coffee with J Train. Where I mean, I just did mine from the beach in Nassau, Bahamas, and you could hear the waves crashing. That's a real treat for you there. You're welcome. Some ambiance. Took you took you away from cold your cold home for 20 minutes. So, and then that's for three bucks a month. That's a that's a cup of coffee. That's you know what are you spending here? After you got your Mapalim and you got your Swovies and you got your Postmates, I just gave you a hundred bucks for for Postmates. I just fed you for the week. When does it end with you people? When what does more it end? do you want? I, I don't know. <laughs> but listen, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. That's patreon.com slash Jared Freed. It is uh, three bucks a month for the podcast and the, and the blog posts. And then it's going to be um, 10 bucks a month if you want personal advice that I will definitely get back to. I get back to everybody on Patreon. Ten bucks a month. I'll give you advice. I'll talk it out with you, and help you on your way. Uh, if you have an urgent matter, a lot of these say urgent next to them. Um, well, get on Patreon. Ten bucks a month. And if you want a hinge profile makeover or any dating app makeover, twenty five bucks a month. It's there for you. I love that, Jared. How, how many people are getting back to you and being like, "Hey, I wanted to let you know that advice you gave me. Thank you." We a lot. It's uh, more than I feel comfortable even. Getting into, yeah, especially on Patreon. I think a lot of times when people sign up for the Patreon advice section, and this isn't this, you know, there are haters for everything. I listen, I'll, I'll judge everything. I could understand where someone goes, Who would go to you? Mm-hmm. And it's like, You're not a professional, you're not anything. And I say to me, the Patreon people that come for advice, I do feel they get a lot out of it because it's just someone to talk to about a subject anonymously that you know through this podcast in the way you know it's it's very brotherly it's not like i'm saying to you hey go do this or i'm agreeing with you just because you signed up i say well listen it's it's someone to lend you an ear and kind of calm you down that maybe you'd be afraid to talk to a family member or someone that sees your face so the response is always very positive where we're we're really just working it out together so it's nice patreon.com Slash Jared Freed. And, and plus, you get coffee with J Train, which is honestly of the podcast I do. I love doing it because I really, it's really just free flow rant, right? You're just Skit-scat. saying it as it comes to you. That's right. I, I do some notes. I have a potential problem. I've been seeing this new chick who is an aggressive cuddler. I don't know what that means. She will constantly demand that we cuddle all night and take up to three-fourths of the bed with weird sleeping angles. I've tried telling her to scoot over or pick her up and move her, but she always moves back to the original position. She still lives with her parents, so we always stay at my place. And when we get ready to go to sleep, she'll lay down in the center of the bed, grab onto me, and slowly push me off the bed. You sure this isn't a golden retriever? I mean, this is... (laughs) pretty bad if we we have only been seeing each other for a few months and the sex is great Uh. is it worth cutting ties over or am i just being crazy i like this girl but it's seriously messing up my sleep schedule thanks man what do we think you you get her you get her a human body pillow problem solved so you get her a body pillow and you put it in the bed you say here you have to have an open it's like it's like a it's like a pacifier yeah for her i i agree with that (laughs) i'm a pillow hugger at night. Yeah. To the point where the lady that I'm seeing will, she gets mad I don't say girlfriend. She's your special lady friend. Special lady friend. Yeah, that's fine. Friend who I see regularly. She'll even say to me, she'll get mad at the, she'll be like, you put up a pillow wall. And I'm like, 
It's not by. This is just how I'm comfortable sleeping. Yeah. Trouble in paradise. That's right. Sleep. It, <laughs> sleep is so choppy sacred. waters. It, it, I, it's it, sacred, it's and also sacred. It, it is connected to all of your health. So this person, you need to go to this person and be like, listen, you what you do. He says he already said something. What do you think about not that? I I'd like to know more about what he said there. I mean, I I think this is something that can be trained if we're going to use Shelby's uh, sure. retriever analogy yep, because yep. she uh, look she it wasn't like she had a guy that she was sleeping with the day before he started dating her yeah and they were immediately it, living it, together. It is so she, a compliment of sorts. It is exactly. Him, it is her saying I love grabbing on like. You're someone that I feel so comfortable with that I want to wrap myself around you. Yeah. And, you know, I'll tell you, I I wouldn't call myself an aggressive cuddler, but I, with my current special lady friend, mm. have been known to fall asleep as the big spoon. I love I've that. I've done it. I, I, I'm there. I'm a cuddler, too. I'm a cuddler, but also enough's enough. We right. got to sleep. You're not having... There's a moment where you wake up in the middle of the night, you go, oh, hey, to my corner of the ring. Exactly. And that's what happens. I fall asleep. And and she she's always like, oh God, I'm so, I'm so sweaty. You're drowning me. And as soon as she knows that I'm asleep, she just elbows me off. Me I, off. I, I I roll over. Everyone wins. The, and I think your solution of the body pillow is perfect. Here's what you do. You say to her, you you order. Go on Amazon. You order the most comfy, largest body pillow you can find. And you and then the next time she sleeps over, you go surprise, and you make a kind of a joke. I found a solution to our issue. You make it our issue. Because if you're not sleeping, then you're going to resent her. And you say, listen, I've talked to you about the, the cuddling stuff before. I love cuddling you, but there's a certain point where I got to go to sleep. And if I don't sleep, then I don't get to work. And then I'm not happy with my life. And then I'm hating you. So I bought this body bill. Because when you go to get the body bill, that shows that you're like thinking of her as a part of, how do I make you a part of my life, you know, ongoing? Totally. It's a compliment. Totally. I, you know, anyone out there who is in the body pillow market, let's get a sponsor on here. I know, right? Like, yeah. And I love a body pillow. I'm, I'm a user yeah. of, I might go get one today because this made me want, want another one. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. I think we got time for one we do. more. We do. One Kyle's going to get going. Email. Ooh, I like this email. Because we're talking about jobs, entrepreneur, the, the, you know, the, the human spirit. Hey, Jared Shelves and J-Train guests. I first discovered you on uh, Girls Gotta Eat, binged you up, and then finally decided we'll see what the J-Train is about. I've been listening for a couple weeks now and can't get enough. Feather, feather, thanks for making me awkwardly laugh at myself at the gym. Thank you. Love that. Love that. Hear me on one show. Go to the other show. Now you come home and you put your head to the nape of Papa JT's neck. You're it's doing you're, you're doing that orgasmic thing again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just did it. So here's the deal. I'm a 22-year-old graduate student living in Silicon Valley. By the end of my program, I'll be a licensed therapist and ready to hit the ground running on my career. When I moved here, I started working at two jobs on top of my night classes. I was overworked and underpaid living in one of the most expensive cities in the country. No bueno. So after some careful consideration, I decided to say fuck it and be a nanny. I re reconciled that I'm ultimately pursuing my career the only way I can right now, which is going to school. The families here pay bank. It's flexible, my school schedule, and I literally get to go on vacation with them and get paid. I'm living the dream and paying my rent. Listen, 
this story, there is no shame in this story. You're getting a graduate degree. You said you want to be a, a licensed therapist. You got to make dues. You're in Silicon Valley nannying. I know a lot of comics who nanny. It is a great gig. It, it, and you're 22. Life hasn't started yet. I'm 33, and I still feel that way sometimes, as sad as that sounds to some of you. I could not agree more. It's also a great litmus test because if she's dating guys and she says, you know, right now I'm doing a little nannying and they go, oh, blah, it's dead, then, then fuck that guy. Yeah. Like, that, great. It's a, good way to, it's a good way to rinse people yeah. out. However, I'm out here on the dating scene and typically find myself interested in older guys, usually between 25 and early 30s. Being in Silicon Valley, most of these guys are engineers, tech execs. My question is, how do I come off as independent, mature woman if I say I'm a nanny when they ask, what do you do? I guess I'm kind of embarrassed about it given that there's so many successful people here and this just doesn't feel fit the idea I even had for myself. What do I do? Do I own it? Are guys that care, care shallow? Maybe I'll fulfill some sort of hot nanny fantasy, but for now I'm struggling with how to talk about my job. Any wise words would be totes preach. Lots of love from this nanny betch. Uh, hoping you come back and tour here soon. Uh, it's looking like I'll be back in San Francisco. I attach pics of myself for reference, maybe a celeb comparison. She's the redhead. Shelby is our resident. Um, compare the person to a celebrity. She's very cute. Very cute. I don't even need a celeb. Just go with that hot nanny angle immediately. I see like a, a like a Leanne look, Rhymes. She, Leanne Rhymes is good. Yeah. You see that a little bit? Maybe uh, a Isla Fisher. She's like Isla Fisher combined with Leanne Rhymes. She's got. I mean, <laughs> she's cute. I, I, I don't know how to say this. Yeah. In, in she's sure. like. Yeah. Uh, the, She's going to be fine with guys. I, she has that look of like, you're a nanny, but you're hot while you're in. Like what Shelby's, Shelby's immediate take is very on That's the nose. Astute. Very astute <laughs> where she's like, you could play that hot nanny thing to your advantage. What do you think about this email, her, 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 her thing? Well, I, I, I'm glad she wrote in and provided pictures because... Mm -hmm. It's we all appreciate that here. Very of course. brave. Uh, brave. I I think this is more about telling her story the right way, kind of kind of selling herself correctly. Because she's she's I a think smart she told girl. It perfectly in this email. Yeah. If someone I was on a date with, and I'm 25 to 30, and I go on a date with a girl, and she goes, "Yeah, I had this like this way of life. It's expensive out here. I'm trying to become a licensed therapist. That's what I want to do. But for now, I'm nannying until I can get there." The money, like, I'm just hoping I don't get addicted to the money of nanny. I'd be like, that's great. There's Because what you want with any job that isn't in the, in the, like, listen, when you're doing, you're, you're, you have a girlfriend, she just wants to, see, and you're doing, you started a company for sweatpant overalls, okay? That is not Crazy. exactly the story that a woman is going to go home to the parents and they have the parents go, great. <laughs> and that's yeah. no offense to you, um, but it's just, I remember when I started doing comedy, I felt the worst for my mom. And I said this on a recent other podcast I was a guest on. I know how easy it is to go, 
kids a doctor, kids a lawyer, kids in finance. Then everyone, all her friends, and I, I put this on moms more because I think it's just tougher. I think women compete via their kids a lot and what they're doing. And also the idea is like my parent, my kid is a lawyer. Oh, you did good at parenting. You 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 totally. you go totally. to the next level. Yep. So I think for a lot of parents, it's my son's a lawyer. Done with this conversation now. The minute they go, well, my son's a comedian. You're, they're like, are you okay? Were you feeding a meth as a child? Like they, you know, there's a judgment on them. Yeah. And I think for this girl and and for your girlfriend going to their parents, all you want is pursuit. You don't want someone going, ah, I'm a nanny. Maybe I'll do some fucking cam work, but who knows? <laughs> you know, like, I, you know, like there's yeah. the idea of yeah. pursuit, even not knowing what you want to do, but knowing you want to do more, or do different or do better is, is, is a good thing and an attractive thing, right? I love it. it, it the way she should position this is I've got a side hustle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to graduate school. Yeah. I'm, I'm grinding. Yes. And these guys, these engineers, these executives in Silicon Valley, they know all about grinding. They know all about yeah. taking a risk. Speaking their language. Exactly. And I will say this. I know that the, the uh, having been to San Francisco now and, and seen kind of a little bit of that tech world, there is this, I don't know if there's, uh, there's a pompaneity or is that the word? Or there's a pompousness yeah, that yeah, goes yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. Especially, and I think she probably sees it from the guys who have first gotten into this world. And you've seen it from the investor angle where you're looking for investors and you see this. Oh, and in young people who try to go on that app, oh, I'm going to go and create an app and become the next Zuckerberg. And it's like 23-year-olds tell their story, don't be their story. So like they'll tell you, well, you know, I, I work in, uh, you know, we're in a small private equity firm that we only invest in. And it's like get over yourself. You get coffee for people there. Yeah. And I think when totally. you're at her age, because she's recently out of college, she's 22, she's just starting in the working world, all you do is hear the noise of all your friends trying to convince you that they're okay. When we're talking from an older standpoint, we're going, no, you, 22 sucks when you start work. You're doing it right. You're getting your license. You are going to be in such a great position once you have the license and you go on to be a therapist or uh, it says, uh, yeah, a therapist, you're on the track. 401k benefits. You're going to be a hireable person with a higher degree of education. I, you know, and, you know? I, and I'll tell you also, I had a nanny growing up who was almost like a second mother to me. Mm. I, my, both my parents worked full time in the city. And this nanny now works for the fucking CIA. Yeah. So it's like for me, a nanny is one of the most admirable it's like being a teacher. Sure, it, it's an incredible occupation. Yeah, what you mean to those kids is like crazy. Yeah, like they, yeah. you're an older, you're like the Patreon for them. You know, you get to give the advice and talk them through some shit. Also, you're a good-looking girl who's going to be fine. Um, <laughs> that all being said, you're attractive. But also, this is the the other thing is uh, other than good-looking girl, but also telling that story and then having what you said in the beginning is if someone looks at you and goes, "So you're like a nanny." After you say I'm getting, I'm going for a graduate degree to become some sort of therapist, then that guy goodbye. He'll never respect you, or it doesn't matter what job you would have. You would have had to have been able. The people that respond that way are actually responding that way because you can't help them. 
it's nine out of ten times it's them going, well, you're not an asset to me. Totally. That's why they judge you. Totally. Oh, you're just a nanny? Oh, you're just a fucking guy who has no app that no one wants? <laughs> Fuck off. No, but this app. Tell your story. And I think, I think her story is great. Like, I, I don't think, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm working this nannying job, but I'm also, you know, pursuing, you know, to become a therapist. I'll probably be done in a couple of years. But for now, the money's great. Uh, it's a better... Before, oh, my God, I got to tell you, it was awful. Nobody gets mad at someone for finding a better way to live their life. I agree. I agree. And, you know, hey, if, she, if she's listening to this and she's interested in Swivel Rolls, we don't have any brand ambassadors in the Silicon Valley area at the moment. We need them. We need them. So she can reach out. She'd be a good one. Yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Kyle, thank you for coming on doing the emails. Thanks so much for having me. At Swoveralls underscore uh, JTrain15 for 15% off. They're great. We're going to put them on Instagram. You'll see the picture. Shall we got some news? We do. Let's do it. We'll do one because Kyle's going to be on the other one. Guys, fan of Australian football. Um, Kyle, you can have that look. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a fan. I, I don't think I've ever seen a game in its entirety, but uh, I, I I like the idea of it. It's kind of is a it, mixture it? between soccer and American football. Okay. Well, they're, uh, one of their star players named Jack Watts was embroiled in controversy after footage came out of him snorting a mysterious white substance off a woman's chest at Oktoberfest in Germany in the fall. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, Jack so and the go, boys just having a good time. So they go to Oktoberfest, and someone gets a video of it, and then yes. it makes its way down to Australia. It did, and uh, one of their like Australian football legends named Gary Lyon, yeah. who, this is like uh, maybe like Joe Montana commenting okay. on something Brady did or sure. something, said that he should be apologize and be suspended even though the white substance turned out to be something called wisen pulver a legal substance made of menthol sugar and glucose is that a real thing it is 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 that a real thing like is that like when someone says like oh i took afrin and that's why i have steroids yeah like is that like <laughs> one of those like like i i don't know like i i i don't know if it's bullshit or not. i mean what does that do for you? What does that substance do for you? It's uh, probably maybe opens up the nostrils, maybe. Okay. But uh, the guy, lion said it's been pointing out. It's been pointed out this substance he's seen to be sniffing off the chest of a woman is legal. Now they will investigate that. Well, the stupidity involved in this on different levels. Why would you do that? Why? What could you possibly achieve from something like this? I think I, 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 first of all, the the video, like to look at that video. I listen. We've all gotten drunk. Some of us have done some drugs in our days. To act, this is like to me. This is like in WWE when someone gets hit with a chair, mm -hmm. and then they're like, "If the ref didn't see it, it didn't happen." So yeah, it was on a video, but you don't know what it was. You don't know what it. You guys have a testing system in your country for the league. If he, has he tested positive for it? No. Move the fuck on. I don't, I don't understand this idea of like we have to get everybody. 
We yeah. have to like you have he has to be outed. He has to go on a fucking apology tour. Then they what these people do is they go, What about the children? Well, why don't you say to your children that when you grow up you shouldn't fucking do drugs or alcohol and you should know that there's things in the world that are gonna come across your plate that maybe you're gonna try and that you should never try again. I think it's uh we should also consider I don't know what I would do if a girl with huge tits said, "Hey, snort this off of him." Yeah, I. Uh, who has this? Who among us mm-hmm. can I, say what we would do? With the strength. That's the, a whole different. That's, that's a whole other thing. Different from someone. Uh, hey, do this off of this credit card. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, for, there's a certain group of people that would say they respect it more. Yeah, you know, and I don't even coming out and saying, "Oh, it's not cocaine; it's this other thing." That does nothing. Because that would almost be like someone giving you a syringe with NyQuil in it and you getting caught. And you're like, no, no, no. It was NyQuil. No one gives a fuck. That's not how you take NyQuil. Through the nose and syringe are two uh, (laughs) methods of entry that that you never look good doing. And I'll tell you something else. But does he owe the the world of Australian football this this lifestyle live this pristine lifestyle listen we're all gray like people make mistakes it's one thing you can say hey I know I don't look good on that tape I apologize for how I look at that tape uh, to my fans I uh, hope you can understand that I've never tested wrong for any substance and I love playing Australian football good day mate done exactly like I I think the idea to apologize <laughs> for that is like insanity. Oh, he's partying at, at fucking Oktoberfest. Who knows what goes on there? And also, what do people gain out of these videos of putting people putting out people like this? Like, I know. What is it? The person who put this video out, like, oh, man, I guess you send it to your friends. You say, look who I saw who was sniffing off a girl's tits. I don't know. It's tough because I'm not promoting drug use, but I am promoting the idea that, like, we don't have to know everything about everyone. We don't have to know every, uh, every fucking you know stretch in the in in the floorboard. It's like when Michael Phelps, they found him uh, that video of him taking bong hits, like right. Yeah, after, hey, yeah, guys, right. Let's all right. have fun here. Put our phones away. Let's, yeah, what, let's, what are we cops? Yeah, what happened to just having fun? But I guess there's all. I mean, listen, I, I talked about this on to 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 preview the Patreon J Train episode. We were in the Bahamas, uh, my brother and I, and uh, a couple lady friends, and we were at the pool, and we're drunk and having a good time, and then all of a sudden, this girl is taping me at the pool. And and I'm not Johnny Depp. Yeah, that's... Wow. So I'm not a big enough thing. I have to be... I have to have a million Instagram followers for me to, in my mind, to go, hey, I see a point I can't, can you stop? Because I didn't, at first I was like, she's not taping me. And then like, you know, my brother's like, that girl's taping you. And then I looked at my girlfriend and she goes, yeah, 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 that's, she's doing fucking FaceTime with her friend. And I'm like, that's flattering. But at the same time, I'm like, just come take a picture and be cool. Like just, you know, I don't need to like have this video get out. Of them being like, look at this fucking loser in the pool looking drunk and gross. Yeah. And so then she ends up coming back over to us and starts taping me again. And they go, I th- and they go, I think she's doing it again. I go, yeah, she is doing it again. How, how far away are we talking? She like 
let's say it's 15 feet. I'm in the pool. She's out of the pool. And then the second time we're at a table and she's like 10 feet away. Do you feel like a, a safari animal? I, I felt, no. I was more like, just come over and say hi. Like, yeah. don't be. And then, so my girlfriend goes up to her and goes, hey, if you want to take a picture, just go say, hey, what's up? And she did the move where she goes, I'm not taping. Oh, come on. And her friend who she was with started laughing. So the friend has just outed you. And she's going, I'm not taping it. So now it's in a position where it's like, who do you think you are? Why would I tape you when she just did tape me? It's this like jujitsu where you like turn it on the person. Since we, this whole idea of punching up where it's like anyone who's in a position of success is a is an asshole we can do whatever the fuck we want to them and if they ever answer back now they're a dickhead for thinking they're too big time so that's the position she put when you go hey just take the picture with them i'm not taping uh okay well what do you think i would want to tape you when she just taped me and you're like all right i lose and ever- just take the loss and, and this is the first time this has happened to you this is uh, that I've noticed like that, yeah. Wow. And I wow. was just like, and also I would have, I would have said, hey, we had other people at the resort come up to me and they go, hey, I'm a huge fan. I was at the Philly show, for yeah. the You Up podcast. And I was like, great. We we had a we we hung out. We had a drink. It was cool. We were like, hey, maybe we'll see you later tonight. Goodbye. Done. Conversation over. You know, interaction achieved. This was like annoying to me because it's more like, why don't you just say what's up? Now I feel like you're making fun of me. Mm-hmm. You know, and also. When you turn it on me, now you're using the veil of you think you're big time to get out of this. We do this with a lot of things now, where it's like the people that bring the dog on the plane, and they're like, well, I have an emotional support dog, and you're like, you seem pretty okay to me, and they're like, do you hate people with anxiety? And you're like, "Uh, you're using the veil of someone with a serious anxiety issue to have a free trip for your dog, and to make everyone else evil. That's the way the world works now. But... Good luck to the Aussie football yeah, player. Best of luck to him. Yeah, yeah. best of luck, mate. <laughs> Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Go follow, go support. Kyle Bergman, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Go follow, support the great, fantastic at Swoveralls underscore on Instagram. We're going to be posting it on my Instagram. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, wait, what's the date of this episode? Tonight, I'm in Miami. We're going to Miami. Avenido, Miami. Bring the group chat. I need you people to come out. We want to... That's right. Cuban coffee. We'll tell some jokes. We'll take some pictures. Come on out. Miami, jaredfreed.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>